0: What is this bullshit? I can't get any stations in.
1: Losing control.
2: Hey, what's going on? This
3: is Brandon. This is Joshua. Hey, this is Dave. And this is Mark Torgo, Melvin the Mop Boy from the original Toxic Avengers. And you are now tuned in to PVD Horror. <laughs> and you are now
2: meet little melvin he's a 90 pound weekly everyone hated melvin they teased him they taunted him they tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste transforming little melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength Melvin became the Toxic
1: Avenger. Nailed it. <laughs> that, was completely-
0: <laughs>
1: that was good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, hey everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in. This is Joshua. We are PBD Horror. And we are sitting down with Mark Toggi, the original Hello the old school what, what did i mess up the name <laughs> totally <Torgo. laughs> not torgy <laughs> although, although i have uh, been called torgy
3: before yeah <laughs> <Jeez>. uh, <laughs>
0: or, or torgs or you know worked uh, is a, a cool nickname i like that uh, yeah. we should probably just leave it like that that was perfect uh because i screwed it up that was that was awesome well, <laughs> yeah, how <laughs> do we
1: rebound from that? We said your name wrong on the introduction. Jesus,
2: <laughs> Thank God. all right,
1: Brandon, oh. do you want to just get us started
2: here? Yeah, all right, Mark. So, uh, your name's Mark, right? <laughs> I think so, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy, I go by uh,
3: that once in a while, yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool.
2: We know that Trauma's been around for like forty-five plus years. Everyone that we talk to has a crazy story on how they got started in that entertainment world of Trauma. How did you get involved with
3: Trauma? I got involved with Trauma because I was going to NYU Film School. Okay, well, I was. I did some acting in high school, um, and uh, so when I was at NYU Film School, off the other side of the camera. Um, Troma put up a job notice on our job board at NYU. The summer was coming up and classes weren't being held in the summer, at least for us. And uh, it said, you know, if you want to film students, if you want to come work on a real film, come and, and interview with us at Troma Films. We're making a movie and we'd love for you students to have a part in it. Uh, it's a professional film, except nobody gets paid. So I went down and talked to them, talked to Lloyd and Michael. And it, this wasn't for the Toxic Avenger. This was for another film they did the year before Toxic Avenger. It was called The First Turn-On. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and Lloyd was like, oh, you go to NYU. What do you want to do on this film that we're making? And I said, well, I'd kind of like to uh, be the script supervisor. Then I can work with the director. He was like, oh, that's me. Uh, Yeah, you can be the script supervisor. What else do you want to do? And I was like, oh, um, well, I'd like to write. Oh, great. You can write some additional scenes. What else do you want to do? In other words, he was going to give me as many jobs as I could do, you know, because they don't pay for any of them. Uh, um, So I ended up being the script supervisor on this film. Um, And it was not even a horror film. They weren't making horror films yet. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a a crazy uh, teenage sex comedy. Yeah. Um, And the way I got involved in acting with them, they um, were shooting a scene. Actually, one of the major characters in this movie, the first turn on, um, the camp counselor's boyfriend, the actor did not show up. And so we were sitting around waiting for this actor and we couldn't get a hold. There weren't cell phones back then. No one knew how to get it. hold. He was like a no-show. And so Lloyd looked over at me and he said, Mark, you do it. And I was like, okay. And uh, I played Dwayne, another socially awkward, nerdy character. Um, And it's uh, quite, quite, I had several scenes in it. And uh, they really liked what I did in that. I had crazy like dinner scene with the parents where I was like filleting a corn of cob and uh, (laughs) doing doing all sorts of things. I played doctor with my girlfriend and, uh, it's, uh, they really liked what I did. And the next year when they were casting for toxic Avenger, which was not called toxic Avenger yet, it was called health club horror. Um, they called Lloyd called me up. He said, listen, we're doing this new movie. It's it's a horror movie. Um, and we've been uh interviewing like a hundred kids for this main character that turns into the monster. He's nerdy, kind of like what you did last year. And uh we kept thinking, let's just call Mark and see if he wants to do it because he's perfect. You know, what he did last year is exactly what we want. And he said, So if you want this role in our new movie it's yours and uh I was like oh great sure I'll do it it sounds like fun and uh and I said and can I be the script supervisor as well and they were like yeah sure so so that's how it all happened yeah. with, with Toxic Avenger and Trauma. and uh I've had a relationship with them pretty much ever since
0: yeah did you get paid the second time <laughs> um no
3: (laughs) now you know when they made toxic avenger uh two and three it was actually just supposed to be one movie and they turned it into two movies yeah and they asked me to be in it and uh i had moved to hollywood Mm -hmm. and uh i was like well can you pay me something you know it's like they're like "Well, well we'll fly you out there and you know They're like, well, you have friends you can stay with, right? You still have friends in New York. (laughs) And I was like, just, you know, can you give me something? Can you give me, you know, $100? Yeah, that's that's just not the throw them away. That's not, you know. we Uh, We can't do that, you know, and not pay anybody else and pay you. And then they sent me the script. I said, well, let me think about it. They sent me the script, and I didn't really think it was very good. Hmm. I had a job in, in Los Angeles um, in post production, and so I turned it down. And uh, in, in Lloyd's book, Everything I Know About Filmmaking I Learned from The Toxic Avenger, he said the biggest mistake he's made in his career was not giving Mark Torgel the $50 he asked for to be in
0: Toxic <laughs> <Avengers>. <laughs> $50. Come
3: That's on, awesome. Lloyd. <laughs> you did well, no. come back for, for part four though right yes i did at that okay. point you know it was several years later and i just i did it for the fun of it really mm-hmm. didn't pay for that one either but you know <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> the, the sad thing about two and three is they got um another kid to play melvin mm. and everybody you know trauma fans and toxic avenger fans call him the fake melvin <laughs> and uh, i feel really bad for him because he's forever known as the fake melvin so you know it's just kind of kind of interesting the way yeah. it all evolved yeah so now you were
2: in the film for about like 20 to 30 minutes and so from with the film being completed what was your favorite thing to do like being behind the
3: scenes or just being acting in the film no, no, I, I think if I had to do it over again, I would have just done the acting. Yeah. Although although I did get to see the whole film being made. So, yeah. we you know, we were thinking it was such a crazy experience and seeing, all you know, all the scenes. Um, we knew it was either going to be like the biggest cult film ever or the best film ever. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was like it turned into something completely unique and original, yeah. you know. So it was really uh, nice to be a part of that
1: yeah well, that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about, because I mean today it's definitely this cult classic that like every you know you can't mention it without somebody knowing about this film, like you know you mention it somewhere and there's always somebody that knows about it yeah um what was the response like when the film came out, and what was your own response after it came out
3: um when well, when the film came out it it like it got canned completely uh didn't get any good reviews um people people just didn't understand it especially the reviewers i think it played in a couple of theaters um for maybe a week at the most um and you know i i thought it was really funny you know and and cool um but uh what happened was um the Bleecker street cinema in greenwich village started playing it as a midnight movie on saturday nights and it got word of mouth, and people kept coming back to see it over and over on Saturday night at midnight, and uh, turned into a big party. Um, it got really popular, uh, and when it got really popular, it was filling the audience. And uh, I actually made a personal appearance uh, one of the one of those screenings, and it was just so much fun because like everybody loved me. And um, I was trying to do some stand-up comedy, which was I was really awful, but they just loved it anyway. Um, and you know, and then it it took a while for it to really take off as a cult film. But I think other theaters that you know do midnight movies saw the success at the Bleecker Street, and it it grew from that. And it it kind of took years, you know, for it to really get out there and everyone seeing it. You know, it got really popular. Um, In colleges, you know, they used to have parties and drinking parties with it. And it just grew, you know. And then, you know, with with the Internet, it got even bigger. So it's like I never really did um, conventions, monster conventions. But I think it was about um, seven or eight years ago, I got a call from the Mad Monster Party in North Carolina and I usually don't even answer the phone, um, my home phone, um, but it said Mad Monster on the caller ID. And so I said, well, what is this? And uh, I said, you know, I said, hello. And they are like, the, Evan McGar was the guy that called me and he was like, is this Mark Torgle?'" And I was like, uh, who's calling? And he was like, I run this monster convention in North Carolina, the Mad Monster Party. And you have fans that want to meet you. And, you know, it's a big party and we'll fly you out there. You can sign autographs and make money and blah, blah, blah. And so I did it and just had a blast and really realized, like, at these monster conventions, everybody has seen Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it just, you know, turned into a love fest. And I've done I've been doing them ever since. Um, And uh, I actually um, made my own movie. Um, kind of based uh, with these conventions as a backdrop, um, called Toxic Tutu. Um, And that's the almost true story of whatever became of Melvin the Mop Boy from The Toxic Adventure. So it started as, you know, a pseudo-documentary, and then we put a big fictional, you know, uh, plot to it. Um, And most of it, you know, takes place at these conventions that I was attending. So it's uh it's really cool it's like taking on another bigger life than i ever you know imagined yeah so now
2: in the film like you said like before when it started on toxic tutu you took 20 years off you were gone you were on a low and then you just evolved at the convention how how has been how's everything been for the conventions for you with the fans and
3: everything like that how's everything been going it's It's been really great. You know, I really love doing it. Now, I took a big break, of course, with the uh, with COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I recently I did two. Um, I did the Midwest Monster Fest a few months ago, and then I did Scare Fest in Kentucky, which was a really big one. Um, and, you know, they're just they're just so much fun. And like I said, everybody at these conventions knows who I am. And you know, if I'm just doing my job, I, I I work in post-production also in Hollywood as my day job that keeps me paying the bills. Um, but I can, you know, walk down the street in Los Angeles and nobody recognizes me. So it's it's like two different worlds. And I, I like the monster world. It's, you know, they're, you know, good people. So awesome. Lloyd, Lloyd is in Toxic Tutu and uh, as a major part, actually. He's like the puppet master. And then I agreed to do um, return to return to Newcomb High. So we were trading off acting roles in each other's oh, Okay. And Lloyd is also at a lot of these conventions when I'm there. Yeah. So it, it's, it always turns into a party. Yeah, I, I did get to watch uh, Toxic Tutu.
1: And it's funny because I actually went into it thinking it was a documentary. <laughs> it took me a little bit to realize that it was kind of like a mockumentary, I guess. Um, <laughs> But it made me curious because like you said, it's like, it's uh, somewhat truthful. I'm assuming like it's based on some truth.
3: I would assume. Yeah. You know, the whole, the convention world was all real. um, Of course. And, but, and a lot of those interviews are real, you know, with, with the kids. Um, But then, you know, along the way, you know, my partner, Joe um, decided who I went to film school with decided he wanted something bigger. Than just a documentary. And, okay, you know, he, he kind of came up with this um, fictional story. Uh,
1: was there any truth to you being in hiding?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see me around for you know?
1: 10 that's I mean. That's kind of why I was. <laughs> I thought it was a real documentary. I was like, is this like you know finding Richard Simmons? Like this guy has been missing for for a while. Um, so I was kind of curious about that.
3: You know, I I got I started working uh, in post production. In Hollywood, I like edit t v shows and stuff um but you know I've never turned down a role um, I often get asked to do like little cameos and, and films that fans are making now. you know a lot of toxic adventure fans are becoming filmmakers, and I've never turned down a role, and I've never auditioned for a role um and and the interesting thing is. Um, in the last couple of years, I think ever since I grew this beard, (laughs) as I call it my COVID beard, (laughs) I've, I've been in like nine movies, um, and they're all like monster toxic Avenger fans that are now making movies.
1: Okay. I, I, we have, we have one we're going to ask you about a little bit later, but I don't think you have that beard in that one,
2: but I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later we have interviewed like a lot of the new class of trauma and everything like
3: that. So what are some of your favorite new releases from trauma? Um, Well, the, the, uh, I I like all the, the class of Newcomb highs. Yeah. And and I'm in, I think I'm in two of them. Um, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But um, you know, a trauma film, they're so crazy and outrageous. Um, Any one of them, is good. Uh Tromeo and Juliet. Um beer, shake, Shakespeare Shakespeare Shakespeare. Shakespeare.
0: Shakespeare. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: Um, you know, they're all fun. Um now, did you guys see um the new suicide squad? Yeah. Cause I'm in that one. Oh, are you? And so is yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, I seen Lloyd, he was in there. I'm on the TV screen in the bar scene. From- really? okay. They were playing Toxic Avenger. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, that's cool. Awesome. That was uh, a little was bit it about. a James, was it James Gunn film? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, okay. that's the new one. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Actually. It's a good film. Yeah. Were you, were you in a uh,
1: Shakespeare shitstorm? I was not. not oh, okay. Not. We did get to, we got to check that one out. Um, You mentioned that you were in return to Newcomb high volume two.
3: Yes. And, and I that- think, I that think that's got released volume one as well, but
1: okay. Uh, and uh, for anyone listening that just got put up on the uh, trauma trauma now app. So we've been kind of waiting to watch that one. It's been hard to, hard to find,
3: so we can finally see it. Well, if you okay. contributed to their fundraiser, you would have got the DVD already. <laughs> <Ooh>. Got fired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. I missed up the name. that was awful uh so you were in another film that i loved uh divide and conquer and your your scene uh oh my god it's 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 fucking legendary between the three of us we were like immediately i called they i'm like did you see this um you know and i haven't seen it yet
3: Oh, oh but, but, you know, I know what I, what we did. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was uh Mercedes, the muse, uh, with the director who is also a huge trauma fan and, uh, and and trauma, I think produced it as well. They put some money yeah. into it. Um, but she has been like a Facebook friend of mine for a long time. She sought me out because she's such a huge toxic Avenger fan. Mm-hmm. And, um, I actually did um a little cameo just like on my phone for something else she did a couple of years ago. And uh when she, you know she said she got a hold of me and said, Yeah, I've got this new film, Divide and Conquer, and I really want you to be in it, you know. And yeah, that was before the beard. That yeah. was like before COVID. And uh so I went down there and uh yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. That was <laughs> I mean you guys you've seen it, so you know what happened. It. Yeah uh, it, it was pretty wild. I didn't know
1: it was you until I saw your name in the credits later, and I was like, wait a minute, and then it then it like kind of dawned on me it was you and I'm like that yeah, was I
3: had like
0: that silly hat on,
3: yeah, and a goofy goofy shirt or something
0: are you sure you (laughs) you don't want to elaborate for all our listeners uh the scene itself uh (laughs) um
3: (laughs) well there were there were a couple of i think three scenes um first one was they sought me out at this hotel work that i worked at and i was like the the clerk and uh i was doing um weird things with a corn dog when they came in um (laughs) These crazy women uh, kind of uh, kind of kidnapped me, I guess is how I ended up with them. Um, and there was a scene where I was um, v- uh, voyeuristically watching them in their hotel room from outside the window and uh, pleasuring myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we got the window very, very messy. Yes, um, <laughs> very messy. And, of course, you know, the finale was uh, they they tied me down and uh, did all sorts of, of nutty things, including Mercedes um, shitting on me. <laughs> 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 oh, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs>
1: Was, that that, was that must on. have been wild to make that film. In general,
3: like, there is a lot of crazy stuff in there. Yeah, we did it all in one night.
0: A night <laughs> of my part. Was all done okay. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. A night to remember, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of uh, a night to remember, there was—I um, read somewhere—I can't remember where it was now, but um, there was a story I read about you where you got to spend the night uh, with uh, I think it was Joey Ramone and you, you like went to his house and he was spinning records all night or something like that. And I was like, what? Like, how was it hanging out with the Ramones, man?
3: <laughs> well, Joey lived in my neighborhood in and in the, um, the East village. Um, but that that was the same night that I made the personal appearance at the Bleecker street cinema. And I think I was like, you know, sort just sort of, glowing from that. Um, and went into this uh, neighborhood bar, I think I even had a mop. And uh, from that I used, you know, at the theater, and, uh, and Joey was in there, you know, and um, I you know, we, we were with somebody else who's, who knew I was a huge Ramones fan. And he knew Joey, and he introduced us together, and he knew who I was he had seen the movie. Um, I think uh, he and Johnny were like huge fans. Um, So, you know, we were just hanging out at this bar, getting drunk and, you know, the bars are open till four in New York and the hours I was, I was actually there with a girlfriend too. And the, it was getting close to four and we went back to Joey's apartment um, which was like at In the same building, I think, you know, the bar was at the bottom of his apartment building. And yeah, he was he was, uh, you know, playing records for us. And um, he had an exercise bike in there. He's like, yeah, I pedal that, you know, and (laughs) 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 yeah, it it was really a good night to remember. That's for sure. Yeah, I'd say so.
0: So, so what was better, hanging out with Joey Ramone or or getting shit on by Mercedes the Muse? (laughs) I think I'd give that one to Joey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, are you? I also have to ask about like the Toxic Two Two and Johnny Fairplay from Survivor fame. Are you friends with him? Is that why that?
3: Well, we met him at one of these conventions. Yeah, and he was a Toxic Avenger fan. Oh okay. And, uh, and you know it was it was actually the first convention that we did at Mad Monster. And he you know we had just started talking about uh, well we were filming you know interviews and stuff at the convention cuz we you know already knew we wanted to do that. And uh, he came around and he was kind of a hanger on. He just you know wanted to hang around at our table cuz he was a huge fan. <laughs> and uh, we were like, "You know what? We we could use a villain in this movie yeah. we're making you know do you want to do it? he's like hell yeah and uh so yeah he was uh he was really you know into it and he was good and um it's it's just funny yeah he was uh in several survivors i think he did some reunion ones yeah yep yeah when uh, i saw him I, I, that
1: was such a weird um kind of connections so i i was interested about how that um happened so that's that's Cool to see that you guys just kind of
3: recognized that he was a big fan and he would be useful to the film. I mean, a a lot of the people that are in the movie um, are just fans, you know, and we grab them right at the conventions and, you know, doing, you know, the stuff parading around and, you know, all the the little scenes where there's a crowd. It's all, you know, that's what was really nice about it. It was a movie made with love because everybody in it are fans. You know, and they're all trauma fans, and they're all Toxic Avenger fans, and and my fans. So yeah, you know, we had a great time. Now, you know, um Bozo and Slug are also in Toxic Avenger. I mean, Toxic Two. Yeah. Yep. So um Slug especially um, has a pretty big part, and and the funny thing is um Bozo. Um, did not want to be in it because he wasn't acting anymore. And, you know, we talked with, he's still in New York, and we talked with him several times, and we actually got a fake Bozo to play the Bozo parts. And then at the end of our shooting schedule, which was like three years, (laughs) um, he finally, um, Gary Schneider, Bozo, finally decided Oh, yeah, I'll be in it, you know. And so we had to, uh, you know, we, we did this little interview thing with him and kind of said to the audience, uh, he doesn't know it, but we cast a fake bozo, and, you know, we don't know if he, if he finds out if he's going to throw the camera against the wall, you know. <laughs> um, and then um, uh, Johnny Fairplay's mother, Sarah Bell Levinson, was the mother in Toxic Avenger, was my mother in
1: Toxic Avenger. Oh, okay. Avenger.
3: And and then, of course, Lloyd was the puppet master of the whole yeah. thing. So. Yeah, yeah that,
1: that was a that was a cool film. I I did enjoy that. And like you said, you could tell that it was made with love and from people yeah. that like care about the film. So,
3: yeah. And not <laughs> no money. So you, know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned um to me prior to the interview about some other films that you had been in. And I just wanted to kind of ask you if you want to talk about them a little bit. But we had um, Alien Danger and After School Lunch Special were a a few of them. And then I think there was a couple of other projects There might have been a music
3: video. um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just crazy that in like the last year, I've been in nine films and most of them have not come out yet. And I have to write them down because I can't remember them all. They're they're all like, you know, like day shoots. Um, But they're all, like I said, by filmmakers that are fans of The Toxic Avenger. And I'll just, uh, I have them written down here. Well, Divide and Conquer um, is Mercedes. Um, Killer Waves 2 is um, James Balsamo. Do you guys know who James Balsamo is? He makes about 10... Horror movies a year, I, and it, I mean he just knocks them out one after another. And I've sort of become part of his troupe. so I think I'm in four of his films now, which include um, Killer Waves, Two Alien Danger, Alien Danger Two, and Hollywood Werewolf. <laughs> and you know it's like he he sets up, he has like a studio at his house in um, in in Studio City. Um, and he has a big green screen set up and, you know, we kind of do a lot of it there. But his, his movies are also really crazy. You should um, check out um, his IMDb because he's got like 50 movies and they're all really awesome. crazy. Yeah. Uh, very, very similar. And in fact, he started with trauma working for them, um, you know, as an intern like years ago. So, you know, that's where his interests come from. Yeah. So he was really happy to uh, get associated with me because now every time he makes a movie, he calls me up. Um, the other one that um, is coming out, which was done recently, is called the Once in Future Smash. Um, and that's I play myself in that one. And I can't wait to see what they do with this because, you know, it was like a whole like interview thing but I guess um, it's about a fake movie from the seventies and, and the, uh, the hero ends up uh, as a football player, like smashing people's heads and eating their brains and stuff like that. (laughs) And I guess the premise is that it became a huge cult film, but it's actually not a real film. Um, And, you know, all these people were influenced by all these filmmakers and actors were influenced by it. So and I, I'm interested in to see what they did with it yeah, you know, or what they're doing with it. Sure. Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's like, uh, Oh, you know, the other one, did I, did I tell you about the macabre? No, you didn't oh, mention that one. Okay. That is going to be really good. Um, and that's also um, happened during the COVID times, but uh, everybody supposedly, you know, what had had their shots and everything so um that was like one of the first ones i really s- started doing again but it take i I play this like greasy old camp um director and uh have some really great and interesting scenes the the guy eric um, mathis is the director and he was also a fan of mine um and we met on facebook and He's at one point he was like, can I send you uh, the script? I mean, I wrote um, to my new horror film. And uh, I was was like, yeah, sure, send it. And I read the script and I really, really liked it. It's like four different stories in one movie. Um, And I, you know, I told him, I was like, this is, you know, really a good movie. This is really a good script, you know, congratulations. He was like, well, do you want to be in it? (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah sure you know and uh he gave me this role and then he expanded the role um because i was you know gonna do it um so i'm really excited to see that should be getting close to being finished nice the macabre and uh yeah i'm looking forward to uh, that one as well oh so we'll definitely uh keep our eyes out for that one yeah sounds good
0: yeah uh, definitely hit us up. I was. I just checked uh, James Balsamo. He spit- He did. Uh, um, spill your guts. I think, and I've seen a couple of his films. He's got quite quite the list. Oh yeah. I mean, like I world said, world.
3: he he's he's always constantly making a movie, and uh, I think he makes about ten a year. You know, it's just like really really crazy the way he does this you know so and now i'm a part of his troop so you know that makes it even better um because every time he starts a new movie he calls me up
0: awesome job security
3: yeah
0: Yeah. the uh so i i just wanted to ask real quick the new toxic avengers being made uh the remake or what have uh any any are you involved in that in any way shape or form
3: I wish I wanted to be Um, Lloyd and Michael are producers on it, but I think they're more um, not that involved. They're just sort of producers by name. Um, And Lloyd has really been pushing for me to be in it. And uh, now uh, supposedly they've wrapped, you know, principal photography. So unless they call me up, you know, while they're doing the post and say, wait, we really need them. Because Lloyd was even saying, you could do a Zoom, you know, a Zoom cameo. I was like, yeah, call me up, have them call me up. Um, but I I think it's really uh, funny that Peter Dinklage is playing Toxie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's gotta be hilarious. I, you know, so I think it'll be uh, cool, but, I think it would have been cooler if they put me in it. And, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, you know, Toxic Adventure fans would have loved that, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. have some the yeah. gas in there.
0: Do you want us to boycott it because you're not in it?
3: No, no. <laughs>
0: it's, you know, we'll Lloyd to- is in it. Lloyd is in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were talking to Lloyd about it. And I had asked him, you know, I'm like, how can you make, how can you remake such a film? in the time that we're living in now, you know, like how, how is it going to match up? Like, or is it going to be t- totally different? So it's just like, I think that they're going to just roll like a safe bet with it for that film, you know, cause it's kind of yeah, hard you know doing anything awful. with that. I,
3: Lloyd said it's a really good script. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. And, you know, I think there's still hope that, you know, they might give me that call, you know, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I i am curious to see it though.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: So um Mark, is there anything else that you would like listeners to uh keep an eye out for or to just to give a watch or or anything uh that you're working on?
3: Um not really. I I I think I'm doing a convention um in next year, a couple of conventions, one in Detroit and one um in in maine i think in maine i think so um, um is that where you guys are we're are uh, in, we're in rhode, rhode island, island but
1: yeah we're we're only three hours
3: from you know portland maine which is yeah part of maine um so that might be happening um and you know i'm always uh willing to accept you know a cameo and, you know, all my fans, movies that are being made. Um, but right now I'm just excited for all the stuff that's about to come out. And, uh, and I think I'll gear up again in the new year and, and see what's out there. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And uh,
1: Mark, we really appreciate this, this time and just kind of getting a chance to talk to you like this. Cause uh, you know, we're as, Big fans of the film and everything like that. It's, you know, this is kind of surreal to actually be <laughs> able to hear and talk
3: to you. So thank you for this. Well, you're very welcome. I You know, it's my pleasure. It's like I, I do a lot of these things. And uh, I think primarily w- when I saw Lloyd did it with you guys, I was like, OK, well, I've got to do it, too. So, um,
1: you know, when I got the reply email, I was like, "Wow, this is actually really flattering because you had said I'll check out your stuff and I'll get back to you." I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad."
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I listened to the Lloyd interview, and then I listened to you guys review movies too. Yeah, you divide. You uh, reviewed Divide and Conquer. Yeah, so yeah. I, I listened to that one too. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. so you we'll hopefully be doing
1: one on uh, return to Newcom high uh, volume two. Now that, like I said, now that we can finally check it out because we did not donate. So <laughs> 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 we'll have that coming out, but uh, yeah, thanks again. And, you know, to our listeners, you know, just make sure you look out for all the films that Mark mentioned. Um, and if you haven't seen toxic Avenger, which I don't know how that's possible.
3: What are you waiting for? <laughs> That's insane. It's criminal. And, and Toxic Tutu is streaming. It's on like yes, Amazon yes. Prime yep. and yep. Uh, and uh, voodoo and it's it's on a lot. You can find it very easily. Yes. Yeah. You know, so another good watch right there. Yeah.
1: So to um, so all the listeners, you know, check out those films, and uh, we thank you for listening. So signing off. This is Dave. Josh- Brandon
3: and <laughs> <laughs> Melvin the mob boy Mark thanks for listening thanks have a good
0: night where are all the stations here why are they all out there are no
1: stations in this town you can't hear anything <laughs>
3: And tonight, um, this was a a low-budget film, I'm sure a first effort. And what I want you to do tonight is sort of stick with this film like it was yours. It was your first effort, okay? And you can tune it off, tune out of it, whenever you think that you could have done a better job. All right?
2: Game over.
0: You lose.